0: our father in heaven we are so thankful that uh, we can have a uh, really uh, connecting relationship with our lord jesus christ by uh, through the word and through the holy spirit this afternoon uh, as we continue to discuss that how we can make our Uh, devotional uh, time uh, more meaningful we ask that your holy spirit be uh, with us uh, and in us so that we can truly understand and bless us we thank you in jesus name we pray amen Uh, Take this one out. I'll just need to explain this. Uh, This one has a no page number at the bottom. There is only one handout has no page number at the bottom. You see that? It's like this. This is uh, just a few of uh, a compilation of LNG White's quote. This one. You don't have it? Yeah, right there. Okay. The very first one it says what the very first uh, outbreeding of the soul in the morning should be the presence of Jesus. Without me, he can do nothing. It is Jesus that we need, his light, his life, his spirit. So uh, the basic premises is this: we need to set the time. When am I, am I going to? Uh, Spend time with the Lord. Uh, For most people, it's uh, right after you get up. Uh, Except the the mom or dad taking care of the children, Uh, they don't have that morning time. They have to prepare all kinds of things. But find the quiet time uh, that in your schedule, the, the best time is so quiet, you can communicate with the Lord. And once you have that Time, uh, you need to uh, consider how long is it going to be. Start with 15 minutes or 30 minutes. We encourage our uh, religion majors. Uh, You need to spend at least 40 minutes in the morning. That's the minimum, at least 40 minutes. But you begin with whatever you can. 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever. And you need to set the place okay? in your living room somewhere, in your bedroom, in your study, wherever. Or outside. Jesus spent a lot of time outside his devotion time because his room was crowded. Himself, has his stepbrother and, and the family there. <coughs> Uh, in Hartland College Dome, we have two students together, and uh, they don't. Sometimes they don't want to bother the roommate. I have seen many uh, students go outside in the pitch dark and go and just meditating, uh, communion with the Lord. One time, I was a <clears throat> in the beginning, I was a dean of men for several years and I was uh, sometimes I check whether they do their devotion or not so I go out there and uh, the pitch dark at 4 o'clock in the morning or 4.30 in the morning I walk and I don't see anyone I sometimes bump into this guy <laughs> and then during the winter time some of them just come with just a thick blanket over their head and snowing. It's just wonderful. They spend time. And those are students who spend morning devotional time. Always. And they are the one who is doing something right now. After 25 years later. Those are the ones. Because spending time with the Lord is very important. So you set your place, time, How long is it going to be? And then if you don't have your set place all the time, you have a Bible, your writing instruments, notebook, uh, whatever, then you can have your bag ready and have everything there instead of in the morning. Trying to find it. Don't waste your time. And your water bottle with you right there. And then go to that place and then stop. <clears throat> so, this one it shows when you wake up, Lord, I need you, Jesus. That's what she's saying. When you first, very first outbreathing of the soul, you didn't even open your eyes yet. Outbreathing of the morning should be presence of the Lord. Without you, I cannot do anything. I need you. To have that thought, when you go to bed, your thought should be the thought of Jesus. So when you wake up, the thought of Jesus. Now then, you open your eyes. You open your eyes in the morning. Thank God that he has kept you through the night. Thank him for his peace in your heart. Morning, noon, and night, let gratitude as a sweet perfume ascend to heaven. So, like Daniel, three times a a day. And the next one. It is our privilege to open our hearts, let the sunshine of Christ's presence in my brother, my sister, face the light. Come into actual personal contact with Christ, that you may exert on influence that is uplifting and reviving. Let your faith be strong and pure and steadfast. Let gratitude, so gratitude, fill your hearts. When you rise in the morning, now you open your eyes and you rise in the morning. Where do you go? It says, kneel at your bedside. Sometimes it's not ideal. Uh, You go to a place and immediately you kneel. Ask God. Give you strength to fulfill the duties of the day and to meet its temptation. Ask him to help you bring into your work Christ's sweetness of character. Ask him to help you to speak words that will inspire those around you with hope and courage and draw you nearer to the Savior. So this is her suggestion. So my prayer is this, the underlined part, Lord, give me strength to fulfill the duties of today and to meet its temptation and help me to bring to my work the Christ's sweetness of character. And help me to speak the words that will inspire those around me with hope and courage and draw me nearer to you. So you can customize this uh, prayer however you want it. But that's the gist of it. We ask the Lord, you do it, I cannot do it. Then you consecrate yourself. Page 70, uh, consecrate yourself to God in the morning. Make this very first work. First work, I said, this is work. You need to train yourself. It's like an exercise. It doesn't come easy. It's just work. Once it becomes heaven, it's not working. Let your prayer be. This is, This is your prayer. You can change it around, but the content is, take me. I cannot give you. You need to take me. O oh Lord as holy thine. I lay all my plans at thy feet. Here's my to-do list. But you know what I'm going through. You know what I have to do. <clears throat> Use me today in thy service. Abide with me and let all my work be road in thee. This is what? Daily matter. <clears throat> The next one is also a good one. I will just read the part. Lord, take my heart, for I cannot give it. Sometimes, frequently, that we don't want to give. So you take it. I'll give permission. Take it. It is your property because you created me and you redeemed me. I'm your property. Keep it pure, for I cannot keep it for you. Save me in spite of myself. Do whatever you can. Save me, my weak, unChrist-like self. Mold me. Uh, here's a good, big request. Mold me. That will hurt me, but mold me. And fashion me. Raise me into a pure and holy atmosphere where the rich current of thy love can flow through my soul. Once he fold, mold me and fashion me, refine me, then he can walk through me. <clears throat> so, next one, this is a letter that uh, Ellen White wrote to her son's 19th birthday. Just to underline the part. I'm thine, O God. It, let this be the language of your heart. This is, your prayer should be this. 19 year old son, I'm yours, God, to live for you to work for you. And what's the last part? Suffering. She knows, she knows that scripture, Philippians 3.10, right underneath it, that I may know him and the power of his direction and the fellowship of what? His, his sufferings. sufferings. His sufferings. Our pastor Sligo went over that this morning. Yes. Sufferings. Philippians 3.10. And Ellen White encouraged her own son not only live for God and work for God and suffer for God. And that should be our prayer. Give me physical strength. Next one. Mental clearness and spiritual power that through thy grace I may be a blessing to the people. All of us are in helping people. We are in ministry. When we do that, we need to pray this one that physical strength, give me physical strength. That's why you need to exercise. Mental clearness and spiritual power that through your grace I may be a blessing to the people rather than pain. In The last one, Lord help me to do my best. Teach me how to do better work. Give me energy and cheerfulness. Cheerfulness help me to bring to my work the loving ministry of the Savior. That's what I encourage our students to pray because we study four hours in the morning and in the afternoon everybody goes to work, the cleaning, farm, you know, mowing the lawn, wherever. And you need to bring the Christ cheerfulness to bring it to your work. Okay, flip the page. <clears throat> it would be well for us, the familiar quote. And then there are uh, four the Bible text there. And then from the Mark, and then Luke, and then Elangioi's quotes about uh, from the Calvary, these Arab ages, Okay, this is your homework. This homework. When you get home, read this one and read this one and based on what we studied yesterday. So let's go over one more story very quickly and how we can do that uh, devotional Bible study. And we said what? Observation. We don't do the interpretation, per se, and then application. That is also uh, in the another page. It says uh, how to study the Bible. You see that, how to study the Bible? Okay, that's what it, observation and interpretation and application questions. I want to go over on the right side of this uh, LNG Weiss course from... A steps to Christ, page 70. Everybody there? Okay. A life in Christ is a life of restfulness. There may be no ecstasy of a feeling, but there should be an abiding, peaceful trust. Your hope is not in yourself. It is in what? Christ. Your weakness is united to his strength. Your ignorance to his wisdom. Your frailty to enduring might. His enduring might. So you are not to look to yourself. Not to let the mind dwell upon self. But look to whom? Christ. Let the mind dwell. Dwell means living, parking yourself. Let the mind upon his love, upon the beauty, the perfection of his character. Now, the one I underlined, Christ in his self-denial. That's the first thing she said, in his self-denial. And then Christ in his humiliation. Christ in his purity and holiness. Christ in his matchless love. This is the subject for the soul's (coughs) contemplation. So what should we contemplate? These are the things that we should contemplate. How do we do it? Through the word of God, especially the book of the gospel, four gospels. And the next sentence, it is by what? Loving him, and then copying him, depending partially upon him, wholly upon him, that you are to be transformed into his likeness. There is a formula. How can he be transformed into his likeness? Here's a formula. What's the first step? Loving him. him. How can we love him? So we need to know him. Read the scriptures. Study the scriptures. Meditate the scriptures. And apply the scriptures. And copy. Do exactly what he did. He denied himself. I need to deny Instead, Maybe once a week, uh, instead of three meals a day, I'll go with two meals a day. If you're already in one meal a day, uh, two meals a day, maybe once a week, one meal a day. On Sabbath, I'll skip the breakfast so that in my fresh mind, I can understand what's going on in the church. I can understand my pastor's sermon better. Copying him, depending wholly upon him. Remember we went through uh, the Mark chapter 4, the last section. Instead of trying to upon ourselves when the challenge comes from the beginning, just go to him right away. Lord, here's a problem. It's yours. I don't know what to do. Guide me. Guide my thoughts. Lead me. Depending Holy upon him that you are to be transformed into likeness. So, you new church member, your children, or your friends come to, how can I be like so and so? Now he looks, he's such a Christ like. Oh, here's a formula right here. And then you need to explain, love him. How can I love him? Oh, yeah. Copy. Oh, you need to see the original to copy. How do you see the original? Oh, in the Bible. Depending wholly upon him. Don't depend on yourself. Depend wholly upon him. Very? So that's the one that I wanted to have. That's why this copy is here. Okay, let's go back to Luke uh, let's go to Luke 19. We'll quickly go over this observation and the application questions. Somebody wave in seven minutes. We'll do the uh, uh, stretch. So 19 is a story beginning with the story of Zacchaeus. Okay, 19 1 through 10. So this is just before his last week. And he's in his last journey to Jerusalem. That's the context. He's going there. He's going through the Jericho. Zacchaeus' story, everybody knows. We heard it from the only one. If you're born in a Christian home. Zacchaeus. So everybody knows. 19, verse 1. And Jesus entered pass through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, and which was a chief among the publicans, and he was rich. So we are observing. Zacchaeus was there, and he was publican, but also he was chief. And then look at it. He was very rich. You can call it filthy rich. Very rich. And then he sought to see Jesus, who he was. Why? And he asked a question. Why did he want to see Jesus? Sought. He was seeking after. Remember when you were in an academy or college, you had your eye on somebody and you wanted to find everything about that person, and you are seeking after that person. You sought, you make an effort. It's not a casual thing. So he made an effort. He wanted to see Jesus. He sought to see Jesus who he was. He heard all kinds of things. Now, this is after three years and a half of Jesus' ministry. He heard many things, all kinds of things, but I want to see myself. I heard people talking about Jesus Christ, but I want to see myself. I want to read his word. We need to see ourselves. He could not, but he could not see him for the press because he was little of stature. He was short. And then he turned around and he went home. Then it's the end of the story, right? But he didn't. What did he do? He ran. Oh he was be in good shape. He ran. Well at that time most people are in good shape because they, everybody walked. They walked everywhere. He ran. Why did he run? Well, he already he figured out which way. And he's a tax collector. He, he's not he's got some brain. He can calculate. He ran, he figured out which way Jesus was going. He ran beforehand, and what did he do? He climbed the tree. Now, when was the last time you climbed the tree? (laughs) You gotta be fit to climb the tree. He climbed the tree up into a sycamore tree to see him, and he was to pass that way because he knew which way he was going. So he was waiting. And he was waiting. And verse 5. So he made an effort. That's his part. So we need, there's our part. Now Christ doing everything, but we, there's some part that we do. For instance, when you wake up in the morning, either you are going to do the devotion or not. You roll out or roll in. That's our part. So he made his effort to climb up the tree. And he was waiting. And verse 5, And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, here's the crowd, this crowd. There's so many people he couldn't get in. This crowd is coming and then stop. Oh, what's going on? His heart must have stopped. It's so embarrassing. This rich man, all this uh, beautiful garment. And he ran and then climbed up. And he was sitting there. And then what did this Jesus say? Zacchaeus! wait a I never met him. I never met him. He almost fell out of the tree, right? <laughs> Make haste and come down, and for today I must abide at thy house. Verse 6. And he called, he texted his wife and said, Can you invite Jesus to our house right now? Is it what? verse 6 he did exactly what Jesus said so what can we learn from here we should do exactly what the Bible says make haste so he haste. says come down so he came down And he did one more. Received him joyfully. Joyfully. Not grudgingly. Oh, am I going to be in trouble because I didn't speak to my wife? He didn't do that. So he did exactly what Jesus said. Right away, he went. And when they saw it, who is they? All those people, those, uh, the Pharisees and scribes and priests, they so they all murmured and saying that he was going to be guest with a man that is a sinner. That is a sinner. They labeled Zacchaeus as a sinner. What they did not know that they were sinners, do we know we are sinners? And in the banquet, Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, "Behold, Lord, half of my goods I give to the poor." He had lots of money, and half of them he's going to give it to the poor. The repentance followed by the action. That's what he's doing. And then he said, if I have taken anything from anyone, any man by a false accusation, I restore him for fault. What they do was tax collectors, oh, nobody waved a hand. They, tax collectors, they do what? They collect more than what they should. And goes to Roman Empire, and the other one he gets. That's how he became filthy rich, extremely rich. Fourfold. Okay. Before we go to the nine, some people uh, look sleepy, so let's do some stretches. Stand. Today one is a very simple one. You know, everybody knows how to shrug. And you just hang loose. Like this. You, your hand should be freely going. So, and Jesus said unto him, this day, he didn't say, tomorrow, after you distribute everything, then salvation come. He didn't say that. This day is salvation come to this house for as much as he also is a son of Abraham. The Pharisees and other people didn't think that this tax collector is not a family of Abraham, son of Abraham. But Jesus said he is. And then he said more. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. You said sinner, that's why he came. Okay, what kind of character do you see in Jesus here? Okay, that's the key of your devotional Bible study. What do you see? What kind of character? Loving character. Loving character. Why is this? where do you see his loving character? Because he has compassion for the people. Okay. We're talking about Zacchaeus. He had a compassion for, where do you see his compassion for Zacchaeus? When he called him down from the tree. Hmm. Okay. All right. Just the fact that he was willing to. Uh, to go to his house mm-hmm. in in the midst of all those mm-hmm. people who who thought bad who hated him because mm. of what he was that shows what kind of a character of jesus yes yeah. what compassion um, i would say uh, he was uh, loving and he was in very uh, in uh, integrity uh, uh, just uh, <laughs> integrity. Okay. Forthright. Okay. So, okay. So, when 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 you are coming, trying to come up with the word, yeah. you you need to pray, Lord. W- w- <laughs> what was the right thing to say? I would say, he's courageous, yeah. bold. Okay. Yes. Accepting. Yeah. He what? Non-judgmental. Oh. The crowd is judging the kids by what he's working. He's non-judgmental, therefore. We should be observant, oh. right? Okay, that's the key. How does it apply to me? He was not judgmental, so if I have if I'm always judgmental, he is oh. Lord, help me not to be judgmental like Jesus. Yes. He came for all our sins, not just for, well, that one's okay, and that one's okay, but that person, no, we don't want him in heaven. Okay. Jesus came for all of us. Alright. Therefore? Therefore, we should not turn our back on any sinner. Okay. Instead of we, I, I should. should. Okay. Not. This is your personal, this is not public devotional. I times. should not. I should not. Okay. So there was a hand back there. <laughs> hmm? Giving. Forgiving. So therefore? Forgiving. Therefore? therefore I should be okay. Therefore, I should be forgiving. So those are the ones that you want to write it. I should be forgiving. or I should not be judgmental. Yes, sir? Commanding. Commanding. Okay. okay. Zacharias was usually, if he was chief collect, tax collector, he was usually the one calling the shots. Okay. But Jesus was commanding in such that. Zacchaeus, I must abide to your house today. He didn't ask permission. Okay. He just commanded it. Okay. How does that apply to you? Well, he should command me to whatever I do. Okay. So whatever he says in the Bible, says do then yes. I should do. Turn to Philippians 2.14. Philippians 2.14. Who found it? Okay, what does it say? Do all things without complaining and disputing. Do all things. Are you sure? What what version is that? Do all things it's, it's, murmuring doesn't murmuring. it say to do some of the things? All. It says all. All. Are you sure? Yes. But then why 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 are we complaining and murmuring? That's the command. Do, right? Yes. So we we need to well not this one. It says do all Paul qualified it all, not for some of the things that you like to do. There is no qualification. Qualification is what all. So therefore, what? And cheerfully. The reason is in the you keep reading. What does the next one says? 15, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God, without fault, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Okay, so that way, we become the light of the world. If we complain, what are they going to say? It's not Christ-like, so we do not become the light of the world. What other characters do you see from Jesus? You see, do you get that? That's what we want to write it in the little paper or whatever reminder. So that, so you put it in your pocket or wherever, sticky note. So whenever you have a few seconds, you look at it, read it. Oh, That's how we walk with God. Yes? He notices people who other people don't pay any attention to. They overlook them. Okay. So, that's a good one. One thing is that he knows us. They never met. He says, Zacchaeus, I know you. They're trying to hide. I know you. Yes, ma'am. Okay, all knowing. Yes. Very high uh-huh. self esteem and care when all the people complain saying he's going to be a guest dinner. Yeah. So when it comes to the when the time comes for us to represent, to stand for the truth, we should be like Jesus. Stand for the truth. So he was willing to sacrifice um you know, his reputation. Mm-hmm. Um it didn't matter to him that he was going to that he considered a sinner. He was self-sacrificing. So you're talking about Jesus. yeah. Okay. What kind of what character do you think uh we find from Zacchaeus? So Zacchaeus he wanted to see Jesus, so at all costs, he went. So the, what's the application for us? At all costs, you set your mind, I want to go to the Michigan camp meeting. Mm-hmm. So he came at all cost, gave up everything. You could make more money, but forget that. I'm going to go there. Okay. He was converted. He was converted. He was converted
1: you know, when, when Jesus he...
0: talked to him, he accepted it. Yes, converted. So we need to be converted every day. Yes. I think he wanted to know the truth. He finally wanted to know the truth. Know the truth. Okay. I was gonna say, he didn't care about material things. He had to have been wearing a very nice robe and to climb the tree. Yeah. Material. Don't care about material things. Spiritual things. And also in that society, I think Ron was very undignified. So, his reputation, his integrity, whatever, dignity, gone out the door. Well, I think somebody already said it, but just a, a, a guy that age climbing a tree yeah. uh, he didn't care. He wanted to see Jesus. Mm-hmm. He, so he wasn't too proud to uh, do whatever he needed to do to just come to Jesus. Yeah. I believe the Holy Spirit was working his heart because um, as soon as Jesus had "Come down, he made haste and rushed and received him joyfully. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit has been working on him for a while. As he was trying to see Jesus... But what count is that he put it in the action. Just like the one we looked at in Mark chapter 5, the woman who had issue of blood for 12 years, she has heard of Jesus many times and finally put it into action. Open to change. So that's that's an important one. And uh, when we read the Bible... And do this? Well, let me think about this. I know that this isn't a question, but I was just thinking about it. If he was observing Jesus for three years plus, I'm sure he would discussed this with his wife. At least I would in that sort of situation. Sure. Yeah. He heard from his fellow tax collector Matthew. Mm-hmm. Of, of course, <laughs> the same town. Of course. So that's to make your morning devotional time more meaningful. The key is that get it out. What kind of character is Jesus from here? (coughs) You can get it. Because that's the one that we want to be like. Christ Object Lesson 69, page 69. When his people correctly... Reproduce his character, Christ's character. Then he will come to claim his people. So we need to all these kind of angry things, and we just have to. Whenever something happens, we need to imprint some of the you know, your favorite sins in the Bible, Mark chapter four that Jesus in the storm, that he stood, and peace, be still. that picture, picture in your mind. And Jesus standing in front of Herod, or Caiaphas, or Pilate, just stood, noble divinity, calm. Think about that. When something happens, bring that sin. And going through the very difficult time, just picture Jesus on the cross, bleeding, pain, barely breathing. Think about that. And it says, "What, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do." Have those favorite scenes imprint your mind and practice it so whenever something happens boom think about those kind of things Okay, so that is the homework you go home and then reflect upon this is truly the last scene of the Calvary chapter the Matthew 26. In fact, the uh, Pastor Sligo went over this one uh, today, yesterday, I believe, last 48 hours of Jesus' life. Okay, uh, this one: how to study the Bible, observation. Those are important. Flip the page. Uh, never should the Bible be studied without prayer. Everybody there? Okay. I just wrote it down the few scriptures this is what uh, you can claim when you uh, before you open the Bible the first one open thou mine eyes that I may behold wonderful things out of thy law 119.18 uh, and the next one is a 333 Jeremiah 33 verse 3 call unto me it Says call unto me If we don't call, we are not going to get anything, right? So we call unto him. I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you know not. So every time, whenever I study this same thing, Zacchaeus, right now or sometime later, he will show me something new. Because I ask for it. And the promise is I will show you something that you did not know. That's the promise, God's promise. In the Holy Spirit, uh, John fourteen twenty six and sixteen thirteen, and James last one, James one five and six. If any of you lack wisdom, so any of you lack, lack wisdom, anyone? Then what? Uh, yeah. Go to your Google. Yeah. Let him ask of God, give us all men liberally, and operate us not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. Did he give it to me? I'm not so sure. Just believe that you have it and move on. For he that wavereth like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. There are a bunch of them in the... Open your Bible, Psalm 119. I didn't put everything in there because of the space. 119... Uh, let's go to... 33, nineteen thirty three. 33. Everybody there? 119, verse 33... What does say? Teach me, O Lord. So, Lord, teach me. You teach me. You're the best teacher, right? And then it says, Give me understanding. Make me incline mine heart into thy testimonies. And go look at uh, 130. 130 is a good one. What does 130 says, The entrance of thy words gives light. It gives an understanding unto the simple. So, I believe this promise. So, give me the wisdom. I'm the simple-minded person. And then, some of you know this one as a song. Psalm 19, verse 7, 8, 9, 10, and 14? Who knows this song? The Lord, Psalm 19 1 9. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the sinful. Verse 10. More to be desired they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweet, also than honey, then the honeycomb. So this is the promise, so Lord, your word is perfect. It's gonna change me. I love it. I believe it. And as you leave the morning devotional time. You sing the last one. Let the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey, than the honeycomb. So let the word of my mouth and meditation of my heart, and that's talking about our motive, be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength and what? My Redeemer, you're my Redeemer. So throughout the day, as we go, we'll fail because we have a sinful nature. However, as soon as we fall, we get up. Lord, strengthen me. So as we go through the uh, this, we need to we need to set a goal. How to do it? Everybody knows there's smart goal setting. How how do you set the goal? Smart. You need to get a smart goal. S stands for what? Specific. You need to be specific. Instead of, oh, well, I heard enough of devotion. I will do the devotion. That's good. Good start. But you need to be Specific. Okay, I'm gonna do my devotion from (coughs) when? Next week? From tomorrow morning. Need to be specific. The next one is measurable. I'm gonna do my devotion what? Once a week. That's not what we are talking about. Every day, right? So we need to do it every day. So first timers, or when you're teaching others, set a goal for 15 minutes, maybe. If you already passed that, do whatever you can. But write it down. Once you set the goal, you need to write it. There's something about writing it down. It's better writing it down than typing it. They did the research on writing on stays in your brain much longer. And more effective. So you write. It should be measurable. So at the end of the day. Did I do my devotion? If you say. Oh I will do my devotion sometime. Then you cannot really measure. So if you specifically. I will do the devotion every day. At 6 o'clock. Or 5 o'clock. Or 4 o'clock. Or 3.30. Be specific. So that way it's measurable. At night, did I do it at 3.15? Or 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, whatever it is. Achievable. You cannot ask your new believer, okay, now you need to do devotion, you need to set a goal, you need to get up at 4 o'clock. This person has no... No way they can get up four pounds. So make it achievable. Something that they can achieve. If you've been doing it, your devotion time for 20 minutes, maybe you can, okay, I'll do 25 minutes. Something that you can achieve. The person who has never ran the marathon they need to set a goal. Okay, every day I'm going to run a few miles for several months. And then run it to 10 miles every day. And then 15 miles. Then have a one-year plan. So that's how they can go to their first marathon and not stop in the middle of the run. So something that you can, just a little bit more than what you have been doing. This is a challenge. Achievable and relevant. This is no-brainer. Re- we, have, we have to do it. You're, we are a Christian. <laughs> it's relevant. Timetable? Until when? Until when? I will do it just one year. And stop it. Until what? Until Jesus comes or until Lord calls me home. Whichever comes first. So you have to set a goal. I need to say something about this. Right below those Bible texts, there's a keep on even kill. That's from This Day with God, page 263. Everybody see? It says what? John 13:15. For I have given you an example. John 13:15. This is after he washed his disciples' feet at the last uh, meal. What's the first passage? It says, "We are forming characters for where this is all about." You read this one, and every sentence you linger and pray. Look at the next paragraph. Imitate your Redeemer in these things. In these things, I was talking about in the first paragraph. I look at the last three sentences there. Four sentences. He was afflicted. He was rejected. Despitefully treated, yet he retaliated not. He possessed the self-control, dignity, and majesty. He suffered with calmness, and for abuse, gave only compassion, pity, and love. Imitate your Redeemer in these things. Remember, we read earlier copy. Imitate. The last paragraph Christ never. Why? Because He's the one who inspired through the Holy Spirit to Paul, right? Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Read this one and study and contemplate and meditate. (coughs) Okay, last sheet. The praying, how to pray using scriptures. We don't have time and read it. If you have a question, You've been wonderful. You uh, Your eagerness to be here uh, is really uh, inspiring to me. You've been wonderful uh, students. So I really appreciate you and I thank you uh, to come here. Thank you. Mm. Please continue to pray for me and uh, my ministry and uh, my college. Heartland College and our students uh, there are a number of our graduates uh, serving in Michigan Conference so uh, I thank you for your attending your precious time you could have been in any other place let's bow ahead. Our Father in heaven we thank you for your love and care and you have never gave up on us continue to help us and guide us so that we can fully understand you and every day we can copy your character emulate and imitate so you can be more like you and bless, bless the rest, rest of today and the Sabbath so that we can all realize the special blessing on this weekend. And We thank you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse